Hey guys, this is Hiram Lodge, and you're listening to Recap Rewind. What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jaylag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 12, and it's called Chapter 88, Favorite Number, Citizen Lodge. Citizen Lodge. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast, because as usual, we're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, LVPs. You know what it is. I just want to quickly say here that our Twitter, we got so spending. So we have a new Twitter now. (laughs) We don't know. We don't know really why what happened, but you guys were messaging us being like, guys, where are you? So we started a second account at recap underscore rewind pod pod um we'll put it up on the screen here so be sure to follow us on twitter um because right now we can't get into our original account so <laughs> if you want to tweet us we're also on instagram so we're always right. like alive we're and out somewhere there waiting to hear your roundups yeah i think we pulled a few of them together we you did. guys we called did. us out on yeah. instagram we got some from twitter so yeah. thank you so much for and, submitting yeah so we'll do that at the end of the podcast so we'll stick around for that Yep, and as always, to our continuing listener and brand new ones, thank you for joining. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and follow us at our new Twitter account. You want to say one more time? <laughs> recap underscore rewind pod. Pod. All right, Twitter. okay. Well, you know Let's what, Jaylag? We were we're so excited. We're beaming with excitement. This was a long hyped, like awaited episode. I'm sure if you go back in our in our archives. We say that yeah. we wanted an origin story for Hiram Lodge since like season two. Yeah. So we get this this episode. We are so excited to get into it. This is our first time discussing it. We're gonna pop off. Like gonna this is gonna off. be a lit podcast. I'm just yeah. Like get, guys, sit down. Get your like your popcorn. Like get ready. Let's do this. Because it's gonna yeah. happen. So just off the top, a little trivia. Yeah. So obviously the title of the episode, Citizen Lodge, is a play on Citizen Kane, which is a classic 1941 film, black and white. And the synopsis is essentially the investigation of a publishing tycoon's dying words reveals conflicting stories about his scandalous life. And then it kind of backtracks. If you're a film student, like, you know this movie. Like, it's one of those movies. I kind of wish they did... Um. Like, the title to me didn't do much. I felt like they could have had another title that would have been so much more suited for this episode. But, like, I ain't going to be mad at it. I think it was... I think it worked because I think that they did kind of play with the motif of, like, going into the past and into the future because that's how Citizen Kane kind of story told. told. Okay. It's told, like, in, like, jumps. Yeah. Like, time jumps, kind of. Um, But, yes, as a general... What are your thoughts? Just give us like a synopsis of how you felt about this episode. Uh, synopsis. It was amazing. I'm a huge like mafia like film fan. So this was like an accumulation and they threw everything into this 45 <laughs> minutes. So I was like, uh, 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 I'm getting the references. But yeah. they did such a beautiful job. Not only the writing, the production, the way that the way that the story even starts to transition to like the past, like you know mark consuelos his son michael like everything just like was amazing reggie like we got so much like so much juicy storyline that like we're like deprived of and i'm like guys and literally our whole twitter timeline now that now we are back on twitter (laughs) i can see the tweets they're like guys like they could actually write an episode guys like this was so good like it's it's there is potential so it's great to see that like 
they are doing that and mm-hmm. we got an amazing episode last night i do feel like it was almost like a standalone episode like when i was watching mm-hmm. it it was almost as if i wasn't watching riverdale because to everyone's point this the writing was different the direction how they told the story is so so unique into in terms of what we've seen from riverdale but i do love that you know you get these riverdale moments throughout the episode to remind you that like we're watching Riverdale. You know, you have those moments with like Hermione and Alice and Penelope having that catty moment later. And, you know, even like later on with like pops and the bloody pops, like milkshakes, like there's all these funny moments where, you know, as serious as it got, you're still like, it's still Riverdale. So you can still kind of like enjoy it and really like appreciate for what it is. Um, Yeah. Just echoing what MB just said. It was such a good episode. I was like I, I was so excited as soon as I as soon as we watched it, I was like, Oh, I need to talk to someone. I messaged MB right away and was like, oh, like it is so good. Guys, um, we watched it so late last night that I was yeah. on my couch until one being like, Oh my god, like oh my god. Like I was like Especially so lit. The, like it was ending. such a good yeah, the ending was so good and yeah. I think it shows you kind of hopefully like where the show is veering off into like this really like mature area of right of storytelling and writing. And I saw a couple of tweets that was like, nobody cares about Hiram Lodge. Why would you like write his story? And it's like, you guys don't get it. You guys were the ones waiting for that Gargoyle King to come back and give you some ice cream. (laughs) This is not like clearly like we are on two sides of the spectrum. For sure. This is not the episode for you, I guess, if you're not into that backstory and understanding that whole piece. But I feel like if you hate even if you hated Hiram this makes you understand him and love his character even more um totally and you know I think you have to appreciate all aspects of Riverdale including this story because he is kind of like this main villain and understanding like why he does what he does it makes sense anyway we'll get into it it. and 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 just really quickly we'll get into it I also want to just set this up guys I do think sometimes shows build up so that they could bring down of course absolutely so maybe this is maybe this is the season for Hiram where like this is it (laughs) like yeah you know because it's like now we're on his side now we're rooting for him so it's like maybe this was all planned timing was everything that like dream that never comes true yeah 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 totally we'll get that we'll get to that I really want to like yeah 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 yes so starting right off the top of this episode like let's do it I wish I had a fan beside me because that montage opening up the entire episode, I was like, oh, oh, like it's just like basically Hiram working out, doing push ups, doing jumper jacks, like shirtless everywhere. I was obviously living and over (laughs) over top the entire thing. It's Jughead narrating, you know. Uh, Michael Corleone, all these different gangsters have origin stories. Like, Hiram is no different. This is his origin story, essentially. He just says that this is the reason why we're doing this episode. One basically. of the, yeah, he's like, I gotta explain why we're doing this. Yeah. One, of the, one of the great things that I do love about these stories is that there's a there's an idea of the anti-hero, which is like, yes. they're obviously villains. We know them as villains, but hold on, underneath those layers, there's actually someone who like, their intentions and their motivations started out genuine along the way greed comes and things happen and it gets a little corrupted. But mm. at the core of what it is, he's a family man and he was doing everything you know, for his family. So 
getting to examine that was just very exciting and like yeah let's and i think you kind of get that vibe from him like you know you you make the assumption that he is really loyal to his family despite all the crappy things that we've seen Hiram do to his family throughout the years but watching it and watching that kind of past hit you it it kind of takes you in a different way and really makes you understand him in a different way yeah anyway let's keep going um so it cuts to Reggie seeing his dad at the lot that he sells the cars. Car in. lot, yeah, which looks like Pop's diner. I I know. I'm like, is it the same set? <laughs> it's like the behind. They just like roll cars into it. Yeah. So basically, he sees his dad and he's working for his dad. But obviously, we know that he's trying to pay off his dad's debt toward um, Hiram because Hiram gave him a loan when he was on hard times, and um, his dad says, you know, don't forget the little meeting that we have later. Reggie's like, don't worry, I'll be there. Yeah. He go Reggie goes to visit his um his friend. Uh he he's goes praying. to visit Hiram. But before that, we see Hiram on the phone and he's talking to some mystery person, which we find out who it is at the very end of the episode. Yeah. But basically he's alluding to the fact that something needs to happen tonight. Like they found someone and it needs to happen he's tonight. He's like, Oh, really? They're gonna oh, do okay, it. I'm on air. Yeah. So still mystery. So already I'm intrigued. I'm like, ooh, they're already yeah. setting up some sort of mystery. Don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's yeah. going to come back around. So then Reggie comes in with a briefcase and he like pulls out all this money. He's like, this is my dad's debt. He's good to go, right? Yeah. And um, Hiram's like, okay, well, cool. What does that mean for you now? And Reggie says he wants a higher position. He wants to do something that's a little bit more top level. And he says he's got a lot of really good ideas. Yeah. I don't know about you. I love Reggie. But I feel like sometimes, (laughs) what are your good ideas, Reggie? But maybe he never got a chance to say it. (laughs) Anyway, I was really, of course I'm rooting for him. But (laughs) I'm like, your great ideas are. You know what? Don't hate on him. Homeboy has way more character depth than Kevin ever did. So let's not even hate on Reggie right now. Absolutely. No, no, no. Not at all. Also, Um, Charles is a really good actor. Like he really, he brings everything to Reggie's character. And Mm. this, this partnership, like them together on screen was so unexpected but it totally makes sense yeah and especially going back to who you know Hiram was and connecting that to where Reggie is now in his life oh my god everything was just perfectly like yeah intertwined all worked out so well so Reggie says that he's going to he wants this higher position Hiram says he entertains it he says okay cool I guess I'll see what we can do, but first I want you to get me a ghost gun that is not traceable. And Reggie says, okay, cool. I'll do it as soon as I come yeah. back from the lot. Cuts to the lot. Reggie and his dad are trying to sell this car to this dad and the son. And just as an FYI, this is the reason why, like, Reggie's dad is, like, was losing money because he's clearly... He's, like, the worst salesperson He's the ever. worst salesman in the world. He basically, like, looks at the guy and he goes, like, you don't want to cheap out on your son. Like, get this car. The guy's like, are you kidding me? And then he's, he's about like, uh, to leave. Bye. I'm like, wow, you really <laughs> suck at your job. <laughs> and then Reggie steps in and he, like, does it really well. He sways them and he, like, kind of paints this picture sure and then he's basically saying like this kid's gonna get laid in this car and he's like yeah. i'll take it so <laughs> the kid was like i'm down he's like let's do it so they sell the car and then as soon as they go inside reggie's dad is like yelling at reggie being like 
you shouldn't have done that. I, that was my sale. He's kind of getting jealous about it or whatever. Which doesn't and make Reggie, any sense because it's like you're in the same company. So I know. You should be like high-fiving each other. Yeah. Like, chill. So it, you can obviously see that there's been this dynamic for a long yeah. time. But now Reggie's an adult and he knows he, he can fight back. So, you know, he does say, um, I got it done. I figured it out. So, like, what's the big deal? And... um. He also goes on to say that he's paid off his debt to yeah. Hiram. So he's like, we're, we're done there, yeah. but I'm still going to probably work for him. And uh, his dad is a little upset about it. He He's like, I don't want to work here. Like, you're a loser. I don't like he, yeah. he doesn't like his dad at this point, And his dad's pretty cheese about it. So then it cuts to Hiram and then Reggie's dad is talking to him in the office and Reggie's dad is basically upset with Hiram saying, like, you can't do this. Please, like, you know, my son doesn't need to be here with you. And Hiram's basically like, tough shit. He's an adult. Like, he can make his own decisions. So, like, bye. It's, like, not my problem. And then it cuts back to Reggie and he's giving Hiram the gun. He finds the gun. And Hiram tells him that his dad came by to talk to him and Reggie's really, really pissed off about it. So he's like, you know, if you want to work for me, you got to like take, get your house in order, like figure that shit out first. Yeah. So he goes and talks to his dad. It's a lot of back and forth. Sorry, everyone. But um, it's really quick though. Like it's it's very quick. The way they edited it was like, I was like, oh my God, like I'm losing track. Um, so he talks to his dad at the lot and his dad is like sitting there so sad and he's like, I'm so ashamed of you. And Reggie has this moment where he basically calls him right out and he says, you're ashamed. Are you kidding me? He's like, you beat me. You punched me down all the time, but I stayed after all you did. I stayed. Well, not Mm -hmm. anymore. And in this moment, I even wrote down, wow, Charles Melton, what a great job it's, delivering Oh, what my he God. Delivered. Yeah, he was like, he was so beyond. Good. Like, honestly, he, that was, like, his acting in that moment was probably one of the strongest out of, like, Archie, out of, yeah. like, like... He's a really like, strong actor. V- uh, you know what I mean? Like, Veron- like, he had such an amazing monologue, and the writing was so powerful that it was like, yeah. I'm like, did the writer, like, have a moment, like, with his dad or something? Because it felt so, I mean, like... It, it felt, felt like so, so real. real. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it felt very, yeah, it was it was definitely rooted somewhere, but it yeah. was really cool to see the interaction. Like, I stayed. I was like, yeah, I mean, oh. because we, we hear about, you know, we hear on the side, like in the past where his dad kind of like gives him a black eye here and there or whatever in the past. But we don't really sit with that story yeah. for very long. Yeah. So having this kind of like seven year gap where he can now step forward and be like, go fuck yourself to his dad. It is this powerful moment for him, and it was really cool. And at the end of the day, he does say, you know, Hiram has done more than you ever will. And from what I know, he has never laid a finger yeah. on his wife or his daughter. Yeah. So, like, bye. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a really powerful yeah. way to end off the entire p- moment with his dad. Then it cuts to Hiram and Reggie talking over a drink in his office. And basically, Hiram asks, like, what's going on with your dad? And Reggie says... To be honest, like, I don't have a dad at this point. Mm-hmm. And then Hiram's like, well, let me tell you a story about Let me tell you how when it started. Yeah. It so was good. It was good. I loved it because, yeah, he basically says, like, because I think Reggie says, like, what about your dad? What's yeah. your story with your dad? And he's like, well, that's a long time ago. And then it just, like, transitions. Okay, like, it's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
um but it does like transition in a real in a cool way like it's very Very, i loved it like i yeah yeah. it felt like it felt like a movie like it felt like you were starting a movie yeah which was really cool yeah um so cut to new york city Mm -hmm. 1988 shout out to 1988 that's when we were born we're so old now uh young hiram and his dad are shining some guy's shoes and young Hiram is introduced in this one scene, and it is none other than Michael Consuelos, who is Mark Consuelos's actual son. So very cool. We'll talk all about yeah. that a little bit later. But so you see the scene. Um, his dad, Javier, is shining these shoes for this guy. And the guy seems like he's like, oh, sh- I forgot my money. I forgot my like, you know, I forgot my wallet. And I thought it was going to be like a scammy moment. But then yeah. it turned into like this thing where he's like, actually, I have this piece of palladium. Yeah. It actually is worth more than 100 bucks. So like, you know, take it and, and yeah. So take it and you can like buy shit with it. And Javier kind of starts getting excited. He's like, where'd you get this from? Yeah. And he talks about the fact that it's in this little town called Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And Javier's like, oh, by Sweetwater River. And that's, I guess, like where it all really stems yeah. because yeah. Then he gets very excited about this. And then in the narration, Hiram's saying how they moved to Riverdale at that point in time. Yeah. And he even Javier even worked in the mines and there was like a like a collapse in the mines, but they still found no palladium. But they continued to stay in Riverdale to try to make their American dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Um, very so traditional, very, that you know, story. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. So totally relatable and understandable. Yeah, it was really cool to. Yeah, it's like this really they did it so fast, like to your point, like things moving so fast in the beginning of the episode. The fact that they fit all this in into one episode. Yeah. I was and like, the that's first, some pretty tight writing. Yeah, no, for sure. It was very tight. And the way they like the scenes all happened was very tight. Because I got to like halfway through and I was like, oh my God, there's still like half an episode left. Yeah. Like I feel like I've seen like a lot. But, yeah, a lot but that's the thing. Like when something is planned and something is written perfectly, you can do it all. Like you can have it all. You know, cool. like I don't believe that like just because you have a time cap that, you know, you got to go off the rails and you're writing. No, like yeah. you can make it work. So for sure. So then it cuts to the front of Pop's Diner and Hiram and his dad are shining shoes. In the front of Pop's So Diner. he's no so longer like, working at the mines. He's like now going back to shoe Now he's like back to shoe In front shining. of Pop's. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess Hiram just like sitting there beside him. And he actually watches through the window. He sees like the whole gang. So he sees like yeah. Alice and Fred. And they're all just kind of hanging out. And it shows him kind of like peering through the window. Which is like, you know, it's very symbolic as to yeah. like his damage toward them later on, obviously. Um, and then later on that night, Hiram... Uh, like young Hiram, he gets money from someone who looks like a gangster. Like someone gets his sh- uh, shoes shine. Like, hey man, if you want to come here, you give me, you give me money. Yeah, and yeah. Then like, okay, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> so as he leaves, I mean, he gets this good money, and then Hiram's all excited, and he goes to his dad. But then Javier says, um, "It's so weird calling him Javier because yeah. it's like Hiram." <laughs> anyway, Javier. Uh, says like he's bad news like don't follow what he's saying he's a gangster so like just keep away from him so then it cuts to Riverdale High and Hiram obviously has this like huge crush on Hermione and he tries to talk to her 
and she like flat out like cuts him down Full she's out like, like you're not good enough for me my mommy me. told me to stay away from you like, like it was like, shoe pretty like imagine you're in high school and like someone came up to you you would never say like my mom told me not to talk to you <laughs> like why are you gonna like, bring your mom into shiner. this like geez <laughs> just say that you don't like me <laughs> she's like i want to be rich so get out of my face yeah um i don't yeah it was pretty tight he's like basically like i can't be with you because i'm poor um, yeah, so she dips but then he and- even says he's like Veronica, isn't your mom like a like a like a cleaner at Five Seasons? Like yeah. as if like she's like any different. He's like they're the same, like they're a working family. She's like no, <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> she's like, but she doesn't want me to be with someone <laughs> who's a loser. So bye. Um, so then it cuts to him going to see this gangster, uh, Vito. And he- he yeah, he introduces himself. His name is Vittorio mm-hmm, Alto, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but everybody calls him Vito. And he hires him as a delivery boy. Cut to an entire movie um, of Goodfellas, basically. It's like so it's yeah. Like so this movie, Goodfellas. so this episode is a like my one of my favorite movies is A Bronx Tale, and it's like mm-hmm. a very like underrated film. I feel like like not a lot of people have seen it. This was this was a Bronx Tale. Like the writer, one hundred percent watched this film and he was like i need to write like there was lines that was from that film straight from that film and it's all about you know a boy and he meets the mob guy that's like running the the neighborhood and then his dad who's like the working man who was like the honest Mm. man and then the mob guy who was like a nice guy but he's like i'll make you more money like come work with me and like you can make more money and i'll give you a car and you go like date your girl and like like so it was very very tied to like that film um there's so many like references to that but they mix other films too, which was fun because yeah. it's like you're not knowing what's gonna come. Like yeah, there's exactly. Godfather in there too, and a bunch For of sure. other things. So, um, but yeah, this is like the start of his sort of gangster story gangster storyline. Story yeah, yeah. So he hires him to be this delivery boy, and um, he's in an alleyway. He makes his first delivery, um, and the guy at the door kind of makes fun of him. He says like, "Oh, you 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 types of people always take the shitty old like you know the jobs that nobody wants and he's kind of referring to the fact that he's spanish and like who or, are you buddy you're accepting the drugs so like, like you are or the money like so what are you <laughs> you people so i mean it was 1988 so i guess like that's what, what people said um so then he goes back to Vito, and he you know he asks how the delivery went and Hiram basically says, yeah, I went fine. But the guy at the door kind of made me feel shitty about like who I was as a person and like my background. He kind of made fun of me. And um, he's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Here's a bunch of money. And then in the voiceover, he says, you know, whoever said money does not buy happiness is a sucker. And I was like, I want to put that. The on working. T-shirt. Yeah. The working man <laughs> is the sucker. Yeah. That's, that was the line from the film. And I was like, OK, I think they're it's copying like exactly this film. <laughs> like- <laughs> um, so then it cuts to Hiram going home and his dad notices his shoes because he's been like, you know, doing these good jobs. He's delivering fancy jobs. shoes. So he gets these fancy shoes and he lies to his dad. He says, you know, like, I'm working at the grocery store across the street. And his dad is like, okay, cool. But clearly he doesn't really believe Mm -hmm. him. So then he cuts to um, Riverdale High again. And now he walks in. He's like, "Mm, mm, 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 mm." with his leather shoes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that like leather jacket on and he kind of like hollers at uh, Hermione in class and She's like, no, I said no again. And then she, she wasn't around. looking at him. And then he's like, do you yeah. want to go out with me? She's like, no. Nah. Nah. And then she's like, 
uh? and then she sees like his leather jacket like yeah. it didn't look like she saw anything but she was like okay yeah I was it's like, like what that did meme you see? where like the guy's like looking back at the <laughs> the other woman. Yeah. Um. So she's excited, and I was like, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but like girl, she a gold digger <laughs> right off the top, girl. Like that leather yeah. jacket, like really got you. It's so funny because like everyone was commenting like. Wait, so, like, did Hermione really love Hiram? Because, like, it really looked like she just married him for the money. <laughs> and she cheated on him. Like, we're going to just keep that. Like, the only reason why know. she wanted to go with him because, like, he's going to go to New York and he has money. So, it's like, hold up here. Did she love <laughs> Hiram? <laughs> Everybody's out here hating on Hiram. Like, she was the one, like, being the gold digger in the beginning. Um. So, anyway, it cuts to the front of Pop's diner. It was a really cute moment where... Um, you know, Hiram talks about his family and Hermione talks about her mom and her family and how like they're both poor Very and cute. they bond over it, which was really yeah. cute. And, and the whole time uh, it's Michael, right? Yeah. Like it's Michael as Hiram. Time. So cute. Exactly. Very cute. And um, he says like, or she says even, I wish there was a way to repay my mom. And he's like, me too. Like I want the exact same thing for my family. Um, and then he goes on to say that uh, he has a secret job. And um, then she was like, oh, who you're working for? He tells her, her all about like Vito. And she was like, he's a gangster, though. And he's like, it's fine, whatever. I'm making money. And he tells her tells her this dream of him having a penthouse in New York City, which is kind of cool mm. that he says it. And then you like know that that's that happened, happens. happens later. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, as soon as he's, like, excited, he's, like, ready to be, like, I got this girl. Um, police come in and arrest him for yeah. drug trafficking. Yeah. So, like, that was fast. <laughs> what? Um, so, in jail, they're trying to get him to talk and, you know, confess. Um, can't be no rat. He can't be no rat. So, he keeps his mouth shut. And as soon as, you know, Hermione realizes what's going on, she goes to see Vito. Yeah. Tells Vito what's happening. And then Vito bails him out. It was a really cool turn of events that I didn't see coming, but I'm like, it's so, it's so who they are. Like, she's a mm -hmm. part of his journey just as much as, like, it's him, too. It's her. Yeah. She's going there and she's like, she knows exactly what's up. She knows exactly what the circumstances are, but she's down for it. She's, she's in that life. It she was interesting. It was that. almost like she knew exactly what was happening from the get-go. Like she's yeah. like, he's a gangster. I need to meet him in this place. Like she obviously so, like, knows more than the police do. Like for sure. <laughs> one thing that they never got right, or like I feel like they lost their way in writing Hermione, was that when we when we saw her in that season, season two, I think, she felt like she was the boss. Like she yeah. was making calls, being like so and so, so and so, so and so. But then right. that person disappeared. It was as if like that never happened to Hermione. And, and we were left being like, hold on. Like, didn't she have a, she had a part in this. It's like exactly. the writers like wrote that out of her character. It was so weird. Yeah. So this kind of felt like that a little bit it too. It kind of came back that yeah. she had a bit of a mobster kind of gangster understanding yeah. as well. Like, yeah. Her grandma was a badass too, you know? So yeah, I don't that know. That was the only thing just... of the inconsistency where I was like, I don't know why they did that to her character. Like they were right. going one way with her and then like, as they if that switched. never happened. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't understand that. I was actually thinking about it during this episode. Yeah. I was like, are they ever going to talk about like her gangster background? Like her, because yeah. I don't know. Apparently I that's guess. like she was a bit of a kingpin too. Anyways, um, so he's in jail. He gets bailed out by Vito. Then at the restaurant, he talks to him. He asks him if he ratted. You know, obviously Hiram says, no, I didn't. And Vito says he's really proud of him. And then he promotes him. He's like, promoted. 
dealer jobs anymore. You're going to be doing something else. You're going to be like taking. Is he doing other? He's whatever. He's doing something. something He got promoted. Basically, like in one day, he got promoted. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He asked him about his dad and whether or not he's told him the truth or not. And his dad, he's like, no, I'm just still kind of keeping a secret. And he says something really interesting. He says, you're still worrying about people's expectations Mm -hmm. when you have to be worrying about yourself. And I'm like, that's kind of like across the board life lesson for everybody watching. Like for me, I'm like I just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's one of those things where you just hear and you're like, true. Like sometimes you worry so much about what other people are thinking. You just got to do you, boo. One of the things that I loved about this movie, A Bronx Tale, was that it was the first time, at least for me, that I watched a movie about the villain, about the mob guy. Mm. But he gave him such great advice. And it was like this moment where he's like looking at him and he's being very blunt and he's telling him he's telling him how life is not not this like little fantasy world that like his dad tried to protect him from. He was more of like the realist and was like, just be your authentic self because you only have one life to live and this is who you are. And and so like hearing that again in this in, in Riverdale, it's kind of unusual that you're hearing it from like someone who like you're supposed to be afraid of or you're supposed to like fear. But like, yeah, it's just an interesting dynamic. It's a very interesting dynamic that both of those men were the father figures in a sense, but very different. Mm -hmm. Like how, like, you know, for sure. And it goes to show that, you know, there is layers to characters. They're not always just all bad. Like even in The Godfather, he's doing it for his family. You know, it's it's all that, right? It's all about the balance around, you know, they're still good people. They have good. How do you justify it? Right. Right. (laughs) Because it's like, yeah, like how far are you going to go then? Exactly. Um, so he also finishes off by saying, by the way, that girl that came in to help you out, like, yeah. go marry that girl. Her name's Hermione. And he's like, okay. He's like, I so shall. It's all like connecting. Then it cuts up Riverdale High and he shows her car keys because he's like, she's like, I don't want to see Yeah, you he was like, hello. She's like, hell no, 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 no. She's like, you he's just like, got arrested. <laughs> she's like, no, 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 no. I don't want anything to do with you. He's like, Ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling, want to get the ding-a-ling. And she was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, because that was a part of his, like, promotion, I guess. He gets his car. So then it's at the front of Pop's So designer. she's fully a gold digger. <laughs> she's fully a gold digger. I'm like, Hermione, come on. So, like, I can't save you from the storyline. Um, so... They're in front, in front of Pop Steiner in the car, and he talks about the fact that he wants to change his name. Mm-hmm. And because... We keeps calling him Hiram this entire time. He's been calling him. His name is Jaime. Jaime Luna. Yeah. His his you know his family name is Luna, and he says he wants it to be powerful and different. And he says I want it to be Hiram. Hiram Lot. So that's his original like thought, and he's like kind of talking it out with her. And he's like, I want it to be Lot because like I'm gonna have a lot. And I was like, that's yeah. So cute. I was like. <laughs> I didn't understand what he but said the first like, time. What? And then I watched it back and I was like, that's why he thought. Because I'm going to have a lot. Okay, name your last name like money or something. Like, I'm going to have a 50 lot. Cent. Yeah, like two chains. Like, <laughs> um, Hermione goes on to say, like, that's a terrible last name. She's like, I like Hiram, but lot sounds terrible. What about something that has, like, power and money behind it? Lodge. So she kind of names him in a sense. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a huge bombshell like when that happened i was like she's the one that created him yeah like if you think about it in that way for sure like she had a hand in naming him and naming him yeah 
And that kind of solidifies their relationship at that point in time because then they kiss. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to marry you now. Moment. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we're going to get together now. You're going to be a lodge. Lodge. A lodge. A lodge. <laughs> uh, so then it cuts to Riverdale High and they're taking attendance. And of course, he has to like talk it up. Promo like, moment. Promo uh, moment. Uh, my name is not Jaime anymore. It is Hiram Lodge. And... Um, then in the back, uh, obviously, we have people snickering. Reggie's dad is, like, making fun of him. And he's like, I'm still going to call you a shoe shiner loser. And then it cuts to this moment where, like, he starts to rage on the inside. And then after class and, I guess, like, auto shop, he kicks, like, everybody's ass. Yeah, he, like, he went off. Like, yeah, he went off on them. This was the moment, too, where, like, Michael's acting. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's like, really good. Like, he's, he's like, committed to this. Off. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was intense. <laughs> it's something yeah, that sure. we didn't necessarily see in that episode that he was in, like, the flashback. It wasn't yeah. a lot of this intense acting. This was, like... Yeah. Michael. This is a lot. Michael. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> no, Michael. it's really good. <laughs> Michael. You could act. <laughs> you could act and you could kick someone's ass. Yeah. It was really, it was. yeah, it was really intense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, shit. Because I think that you, like, just going back to that really quickly, I think in the, f- like, first times you see Hiram, you always kind of just assume that he's, like, this scrawny, rich kid that, like, made his money somehow, maybe. Well, at least that's kind of how I perceived him. Because you don't see it's him, true. Like, I had the same thing. Up, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I had the same, So then like, when you see him in yeah. this moment, you're like, oh, he's out here breaking people's legs at, like, 15. Yeah. So, like, he means business. Yeah. So... Then he goes home and Hiram's dad hears about this. Javier hears about this fight and he's like, what happened about like, why did you beat up those kids? And also like it was over the fact that you wanted to change your name. He's like, you're so embarrassing. Who does that? So he like rips into him and he goes like, I can't believe you changed your name. Like, and don't even let me like, don't even pretend that I don't know about the gangster stuff. Like you're obviously getting your money from that gangster. He tells him like, that man's going to ruin you. It's going to cost you everything. You're such a stupid little boy. Um, And he fights back and he says like, I'm not a Luna anymore. I don't want to be a Luna. You're embarrassing. You can't even buy mom like a dishwasher. He's like, you don't even have shoes. I'm like, like, are they going to cut to the shoes? I thought for a second they were going to like. It's going to be like socks on the outside. (laughs) Like with holes in them. Yeah. It felt so bad. He rips into his dad. Yeah, I was like, he Holy. rips him another one. Yeah, but the mom was like, just so useless. She's like, oh, she's like, I was like, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wish that she. I do wish that she had a little bit more of a role. Like she was like, at least intervene and said like, you I know, because you don't really know what her story is. I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Like it's about I mean, father and son, so this, it's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus, like um, at those times. First of all, it was 88, but, like, I feel like they were trying to replicate, like, 1956. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was... Eight, like it was housewife. It, yeah, like, it wasn't that, like, that many years ago, but they're trying yeah. to make it feel like it's that. Like, even their apartment looked like it was 1950s. Like... <laughs> And you know the, the woman, like, the woman didn't get involved point. at that point, right? She's just trying to like keep her head down and like not get involved. That's how it. That's sure. how it was at that time. But I mean, eighty eight's not that long ago. That, not that far ago. Yeah, exactly. We're not that old. I don't know. I also just feel like you know, maybe like they didn't even do you even feel like she needed to be there outside of the fact that like it's he had true, a right? Like family. Like why was she there? It's true that in those moments, I'm like, why? Why was she even there? But like, I guess. I mean, I guess. Like, I guess it's trying dad, to show like the familial like unit moment. yeah exactly. you know what i mean 
he's doing it for his family. He's yeah, not just doing it's it not for just his at dad. the dad. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, Anyways. um, he finishes it off by saying, "Being your son is embarrassing." Like, done. Mic drop. Like, gagged. Like, it was such a sad moment. And then it cuts to uh, Javier going to see Vito, and he pleads with him, and he says, uh-uh. "You know, he uh-huh. asks him to leave. He's like." I, I don't want you to like have my son here. And he says the same thing, which was such a crazy moment to watch it like kind of almost parallel. Um, he's like, he's old enough to make his own decisions. Yeah. He's an adult now. And it's like a perfect mirror to what um, Hiram in present day says to Reggie's dad. Yeah. Like in the beginning of yeah. the episode. So like watching that moment again, you're like, oh shit. Like, is he realizing the things that happened in his life while he's talking to Reggie, telling the story, saying like, oh, shit, I, I just so. did that with your dad. I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then his dad, unfortunately, makes the decision to threaten to expose a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and on the side tip, I wrote, like, even in 1988, the Riverdale police are like, garbage yeah. because even a shoe shiner can c- c- put together the fact that there's a gangster on the streets and he lives in the back of a restaurant yeah and he like yeah he literally is like i'm gonna expose you i'm gonna tell you da, 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 da. and Vito is like okay like you know chill we'll be in touch like i'll think about it like very very godfather moment like super close so this up on his face. again this scene from the bronx tale exactly okay. he goes to the he goes to the mob guy he goes don't leave my son alone he's like this is enough he's like that's my son i'll i'll like tell him like how to live his life so when i'm watching it i'm like oh like he's not gonna like kill him because in the movie he doesn't kill him he's he just says like back off like learn like know who you're talking to right now know like i'm the place. i'm the yeah. mob like boss kind of right so right. he doesn't kill him he doesn't do anything to the dad so i was like i was like gagged when like there was a hit on him after that i was happens. like oh they yeah, took it yeah. to the next level <laughs> they took it to the next next level so um, it cuts to the present and Hiram has this moment where he kind of just reminisces on his dad and who he was as a person. He says, you know, my dad believed in human nature and that humans were good, um, but he was wrong in this situation. <clears throat> so then it cuts mm. to Pop's diner, the front of Pop's diner where he's shining shoes. And it was such a sad moment because, you know, Javier is like so lit for the day. He's talking to Pop's on the side. He's like, you know what? I feel good. I just had a it's fight a with my new son, day. but like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a new day. Um, and then as soon as he's like ready to like set, set up shop, a car rolls in and like pop, 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 shoots him dead. And not that I'm not expecting something like this to happen. Yeah. It was more just like, holy shit. It was <laughs> like very aggressive. So it's it's definitely copying a scene from Godfather. The first one. Right. When they kill, when they shoot Vito. And it's like, though, even the way he's like on the ground, like after at the end, it's like very Very, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's copying that. Even, this is so crazy. Even in the Godfather, when he gets shot, he's at the fruit market. So he's holding a bunch of fruit and they come and they. Orange falling. So when he dies or like when he gets shot in Godfather, like the fruit goes everywhere and it's kind of like Mm. around his body. And it's funny how like in this one it happened too. Like Pops is holding the oranges. He gets shot and then the oranges are like fall. I'm like, oh my God, they really thought of everything. Like it's crazy. They really like put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, R.I.P. Javier. He died. R.I.P. And like Jalag was saying, like offline, he was like, like taken that use like machine guns, machine guns for like one, one person. Gun. 
like, like i'm pretty sure they killed off? people like, in pops if people were inside they're dead too because like that shit went everywhere and how did pops not die he was literally right he was beside like him. what like, kind of aim do you have with that moving. gun like it's like <laughs> and then like pops is fine just the oranges went everywhere yeah just the oranges, the oranges like, like saved his, his life his it was like yeah anyway yeah, but it was just it was so very... funny like i was like where did they find that gun also it looked so fake it was like yeah. like the guy who like shot him was like oh, how do i get this in the window now <laughs> it was, so it was very extra it was a very extra yeah. moment like why don't you just have a gun pop pop and then like go like, very riverdale <laughs> or do it like when he's down an alleyway i know that like yeah you, i get like what you said they yeah. were doing it to like mirror a moment yeah but they still could have done something thought... like that but yeah it's more anyway, like visual like pops like you know yeah exactly um so then it shows Hiram going to see uh you know his dad's body at the coroner's office and he names him and he's like yep that's my dad and he's really really sad about it and then it cuts to the funeral and we are introduced to Apollonia <laughs> which is Hermione's mother mm. is that her name Apollonia I, I wrote that that's what I wrote down I don't, I don't even know if that's what I heard right I don't remember but she goes to Hiram and her his mom and says like I'm sorry for your loss and Hiram kind of like shades her and he says you know yeah even for a lowly shoe shoe shiner like he was a good that guy. was so good that he said that because she was yeah. like uh, 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 uh. she was like she was I'm like speechless. error she's like i don't know what to say anymore she's like you're right she said she's like i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that like he she was apologized. a good yeah i was like that's yeah, yeah. so it still like, shows you that like he's keeping the honor of his father even though like mm-hmm. they ended off like in really shitty terms for sure and also i guess it feeds into that relationship that he ends up having with his mother-in-law which is like i have all the power i guess i don't know okay now we're getting like too deep I'm like, too <laughs> like your too mother-in-law yeah, i'm know. like <laughs> i know about that <laughs> <laughs> um so then we get a really cute moment with penelope who's played by Cheryl, oh my god this is amazing uh, madeline page and, and you know what it is j-lag like we got such little glimpses of the other yeah. characters, but it was enough. And it was, it was I was perfect. glad that we still got yes. to see them. And like they added that like comedic relief for like 30 seconds and then they were it was over. It was like Yeah. We don't we don't need them always in the episodes, you know? Like not in this episode. Not in this episode. And I think that, you know, I think there were some comments about the fact like who cares about Hiram's story? Like we just want I wanted to see more of like Fred. And Hermione and Hiram, like that, like love triangle yeah, story. Yeah, maybe again. we'll get to that in a later. Maybe like, we'll get to that. Maybe down the maybe road we won't. But this was like not the episode for it. It was not obviously a story for Hiram's yeah. backstory. Like, let's give it to what it is. So in that moment, so, Veronica actually protects him, right? Like she stands up. Him. Yeah, she yeah, stands it's up like for a him. Where she and I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, she kind of pops off on them too. So Allison, so Alice, who's played by Betty slash Lily Reinhardt. And they're all talking in the back and Penelope kind of goes by and she's like, let's not sugarcoat this. Your boyfriend is a gangster. And she calls them out and she's like, can either of you skanks say anything about helping your family? No. And Alice is like, at one point in time, like Alice is Her like, face. I didn't say shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, Lily's face like, was like, I, I was sorry. just talking to you. <laughs> yeah. It was a really, really funny moment. It was moment. funny. Um, and then you see Vito coming in to pay his respects. And this is when Hiram kind of like in his mind, he's like obviously like pissed. He's like, oh, he's here at my fu- my dad's mm-hmm. funeral when he's the one that like done killed my dad. At this um, point, does he know that it was him that killed his dad? 
I feel like he may assume that that's the case. Yeah. I mean, like he's the only gangster yeah, in yeah, all yeah. of Riverdale. But then I think what really locks it in is at the very end, he's like, you know, at least you can be the man you were destined to be. Mm. So like, it's almost like he's now that your dad's out of the way. Now that your dad's out of the picture, like you're good. Um, so he's back at home and his mom basically tells him like, you need to be done with this gangster business. Your dad is dead now. So like you need to finish. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Whatever. But he doesn't. And he decides to go visit Vito at the restaurant and he doesn't find Vito, but he finds like three of his thugs sitting in the back, like playing cards, eating food, whatever. And he literally is like, did Vito call someone to kill my dad? And they're all yeah. like, uh, 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 e- they're like, you can play some poker though. And, you know, uh, and he's <laughs> like, like, do you want to hang out here for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, he blows them all up. Like, it was such a moment where I was like, oh, okay, we're like gonna go there in this gonna, moment. Like, it was like it happened. Like it escalated pretty quickly. Like, um, and he committed murder. From, like poor people. <laughs> He fully and he's like sixteen years old. Like he's out here. Yeah, like, like I didn't people. think it was gonna get like I could see him killing Vito, but like I didn't think he was gonna kill like the associates like, at the table. Or at that moment, he was gonna be like, and then I like decided I would spend the rest of my life plotting my revenge or like something. Yeah. Something like he was just like. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but you also um, told me because I'm not a gangster movie person. You're like the expert here. That is, it's like a pure throw to Godfather. Yeah. So the first scene that he, the first scene in the beginning of the episode when he enters that same like cafe, mm-hmm. the train is like the sound it's effect like, of the train. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the scene in 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 the Godfather when Michael is planning to kill the man who shot his dad. Right. But then nothing happens in that first scene. But then this one. They introduce us again, and again the train is like <laughs> the train's like coming, and I'm like, and okay, now he, he's gonna kill him because in the right. movie that's when he he, he like kills hears him the to train mask, almost. He kills him to mask the the bullet of the train, so the train is meant to mask the sound of the bullet in the oh. movie because he kills him in like the middle of like a cafe, so he he doesn't want it to sound like he's killing someone. So he Got waits it. for the train to come to pull the trigger. That's the purpose of the train in the movie. <laughs> but this one is just like, he doesn't even wait for the train. He's like, Durr. he's like, just kills everybody. So I sent J-Lag the video. I'm like, watch it for this part. Yeah. And J-Lag's like, oh my God. Yeah. He's like, I'm wondering why there's a train like yeah. plowing through this restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, are they literally right beside the train tracks? Like, so, like, all happening? these little things, right, that, yeah. like, you, that, like, you pick up on and that, like, once you get it, you're like, okay, that makes more sense. Because you're probably like, wait, what's the, why is this train, like, why so is lit right happening? now? Yeah, it's, it was so extra. It was funny. But um, it was, a, it was an intense scene. He can, ends up killing them all. Yeah. But he can't find Vito. He doesn't find Vito. He doesn't find Vito. And he even says in his voiceover, like, I don't know where he went that day. Like, I'm not sure what happened to yeah. him. Um, and he's like, I don't know why he wasn't there, but he does say like at that point in time, like he never sees him again. Vito ran away and like, yeah. it was the kind of like, he'll, he'll know what, what will happen to me if he ever comes back to Riverdale essentially. Yeah. Um, but it was a really funny scene. I really want to quickly talk about this where he comes home from, um, Pop's diner. <laughs> yeah. Covered in blood all over his face. And yeah. his mom's like waiting for him. He's holding these cups and he's like, I'm going to go put these in the fridge now. And he's like filled with blood. I was like, how did you She's order like, uh, two shakes? And from also Pop's like, why are you putting in the fridge? Don't you want to drink it now? <laughs> but also I was just like, 
how did you walk in with blood all over your face and like it's no one said anything? It's just showing that like he's so disassociated from like yeah, what like actually just went down. Yeah, he's so disconnected. It's just yeah. showing you how the the monster is sort of starting to be. He is the grow. one. He he yeah. became the the monster. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of the end of the story. Essentially, Hiram he goes on to say like Hiram became like the new big fish in a small pond like. You know, he was like the big guy in Riverdale. Yeah. It shows him actually someone shining his shoes. He gets yeah, him he the, like the money. Boss. So it's like that full circle moment for him. And then um, it kind of has a quick flash forward of him being he's like, I was, you know, I was focused on being a father and a husband. I love that. Like Reggie's like, he's so cute. Like he asks all the questions that like I'm going to ask. Yeah. Like, he's so like, and then happened? what happened? And then, he's yeah. like, and then I got married, Reggie. And then it like shows like Hermione and the baby. And then he's yeah. like, and then what happened? And then he's like, and then, I, and then he's like, but what made you come back? Like yeah. he was such a good like journalist. I was like, Reggie, you're asking like you're asking the hard questions, questions like, right now. Vanity Fair over here. Good job. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so there's a really quick shot of Veronica as a baby and you young baby. Hermione. So shout out to Marisol it, Nichols. So it was her. <laughs> it, it was her. her. Just she with bangs. So, and definitely like her eyelashes. Like they do. Yeah, they, they're not like, fake. Change her makeup and everything yeah. for sure. She looked very different. So he does say that you know once the baby came, Hermione like pleaded to him, said like, like okay, we need to, to leave this back. Like this was what your dream was. Let's go to New York. Yeah. To that penthouse, and he's like, "Okay, let's go." He's like, "Whatever you want." I'll do and it. that's kind of just like where that story ends. And then Reggie goes on to ask, "Like, well, what brought you back to Riverdale?" And he says, "Well, I found we found like very little palladium um, while I was like, you know, a mobster, and that's when he came in to keep looking, and um, that's why he bought the prison. That's he why found he it was under digging. the prison. And then Reggie's like, oh, bah, like bah, 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 he's yeah. like, that's why they could just be digging all day and like no one would ever like right. ask questions. He's like, exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm like, everything is starting to make sense now. Yeah, like, so it's like all season, like connecting. Yeah, like season yeah. three through five, like all makes sense now because like the entire time we're like, why the like f Hiram and yeah, his yeah, effing yeah, prison? Sure. Why is he even like? What is this all even happening? But like now it all really makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he wasn't very successful. He only found a little bit, but he did find like a source underneath the maple the blossom or the blossoms of maple groves, um, which is why he was trying to buy them from Cheryl. And he still wants to get that from her place. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, I want to finish what my father began. And. Reggie's like so in awe of him he's like oh my god you're so unstoppable like what more can a man want and Hiram kind of like asks him he's like is that what you took away from the story yeah. is like you know like that That's I'm unstoppable because he's yeah because he's like lit like obviously Reggie this young guy is like oh my god like I want to be a gangster too yeah um so Hiram's like you know what let me just like let, let's go do this final task you need yeah, to drive me to a nursing home yeah so he's like, okay, we're going to go visit Vito. I think he even says it in that moment. Yeah. So then you see the scene where he walks into Vito's room. Vito at this point is like, what, 25 years older? So he's like super old, but he looks exactly the same. Like <laughs> the, They like maybe put a gray wig on him. And Hiram kind of like rolls in and he's like, do you remember who I am? I'm Jaime Luna. He like kind of lays it all down. It was kind of a cool moment where he's like able yeah. to like finally face this guy he's been searching for all this time. And he's Revenge. like, I've been looking for you for like a long time. And he's like, do you remember what I said to you the last, like the first time I saw you? He said, I wanted to be feared like you. So you tell me in this very moment, are you afraid of me? And I was like, 
was like, Ugh. and yeah. then but the guy's like, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> He's like, error. <laughs> He's, like, He's like trying, trying to press to the button. The <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says something in Spanish, which I can't even repeat because like it was like something something amigos but like the guy's italian so it's like yeah (laughs) it's like he didn't even understand it so (laughs) i don't know you have to ask mark about that one um so he shoots him in the head he puts a pillow over his head he shoots him and then he's like he's dead he like got his revenge yeah um and then it cuts back to hiram um being driven back or is it now from reg with flipped like is it like now reggie's driving Anyway, they're yeah, back in the Reggie's car. Reggie's <laughs> driving Hiram back home, right? And then Reggie's like, I want to work with you, like, whatever. And then right. Hiram's like, no, like, I've had enough. I don't need you anymore. Reggie's like, no, no, no. Like, I want to do this with you. I'm okay. To-. And he's like, no, like, I don't need your services mm-hmm. anymore. Like, go be with your dad and, like, like figure that out. And he's like, yeah. no, I'm like, that's not what I want. And he's like, trust me. Like, that's what you want. He's like, yeah. give him one more chance to, like, prove to you, like, who he is. And, like, it was a really emotional scene. Very strong moment. That, like... Like, Hiram was like, I wish I had another moment with my dad. He's like, I'd give anything to have, like, more time with him. And, like... Back to, like, shine his shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes. I was, like, fully, like, crying. I was like, this is yeah, so sad. Very and strong Reggie, moment. Even Charles Melton was like... He was like... I don't know if he actually cried, but, like, he was like this, like, wiping a tear. Because, like, it's true. What he's saying is totally true. Yeah. And you can't, I, like, like, get that back. Take, you can't get it back, right? Yeah. And that's the first really moment where, like, Hiram truly admits that, like he fucked up in in a way right he's like for sure like i didn't get the the time that i wanted with my dad yeah you know? exactly so, and like i did all this and he was kind of right at the end of yeah. the day he like lost everybody around yeah. him for this all this yeah. like for power yeah and money um, so reggie does go back to his dad right he goes yes. back to his dad he's like dad da, da, da. he's like don't worry i'm sorry like let's work this out like we're boys and we'll work together, like we'll right. run the car lot, and that was cute too. Yeah, like, it, it was a really good moment because his dad basically like apologizes because he again he said he's ashamed of Reggie in the beginning of the episode. In this part of the episode, he's like, "I'm ashamed of myself," which yeah. was kind of cool. Well, like it was like a different yeah, moment, right? Like sure. he's like, "I'm ashamed of myself and how I behaved toward you." Um, he's like, "I never done right by you, like not ever." And yeah, he's just trying to repent and trying to like make amends with Reggie. And Reggie's obviously like cautious, but. He's trying to find a way to like move on yeah. and bond, like have a better relationship. And taking with his dad. what Hiram just told him into account and being like, "This is still my dad," and right. you know, I still owe it to both of us to fix the relationship before yeah. it's too late. So then we get this final scene, which I loved, uh, and I'm so excited to talk about dead. So it shows Hiram sitting in the house, and you hear this like voices. You hear like Hermione talking, yeah. and then I'm like, oh my god, he's watching the show. Like yeah, right away, I was Real like, Housewives he's watching Real Housewives of New York, and, which like, Hermione's on. Hermione's on, and like all you hear, she's like, Dorinda told me that like <laughs> when I was gonna come back, and I'm like, are you really gonna throw Dorinda under the? Dorinda's like the coolest housewife. Like, how are you gonna throw Dorinda under? the bus but then like it shows him and he's like on the bed and he's like eating ice cream yeah and he's like fully watching an episode it was and, so like, cute the camera was so weird it was like in veronica's face i was like okay like yeah like they tried to make it look like, look like reality reality TV. tv but like you guys have so, better cameras than yeah, reality yeah. tv like, chill. It was, like too much and then it was cute because like he could hear them talking and hear and he's like watching them and yeah. he's like he's giggling and they're talking about him and he's laughing and 
she's like, remember how your dad was going to retire seven years ago? And she's yeah. like, yeah. Remember? And she's like, yeah, he'll never do that. She's like, whatever happened to his illness anyway? And that's when yeah, he kind of like changes the channel. Because like, I, I was saying it too in my head. I was like, yeah, I'm like seven years. I'm like, wasn't he sick? And that's Hiram's when like, Monica rewind. Was like, We're all yeah. trying to forget that part of the yeah. storyline. <laughs> Veronica was like, wait, is he, was he even really sick? And he's like, mute. <laughs> it wasn't even like half you. And it was like, mute. So we like never even get the answer. Like <laughs> no one ever even tells us. No. Um, and yeah, it was really, really cool to really see that cute. moment. Really, really cool way to like bring them yeah, in without totally. like having them like visit him and talk and about I'm him. And I'm so inside. happy Marisol came back because I feel like mm-hmm. if she didn't come back, it would have felt empty. This episode would have felt like it was For missing sure. a really big part of his life. And the reason why he's done everything he's done, like if she anything, needs to be there, you know? Yeah. If anything, I want to see like, the lodges like i want to understand I them I, a little I bit fe- more almost. i feel like she's gonna be gone and then like that's it but i miss her and i miss like their dynamic because i think as like we were talking about it before like as much as it's his journey it's her journey too she mm-hmm. built she created the men yeah exactly so and going to that so that so then he gets his phone call or he calls somebody he he picks up the phone and you assume, you finally like realize that it was Hermosa it's who Hermosa. called him in the beginning yeah. of the episode and uh he's like your grandfather is now avenged um and then he goes on to say like you know i can't stumble now i've come this far i'm going to get like what my like, dad get couldn't get like get rid of the get. evidence right cuz he was like did you wipe the-? she was like don't worry dad yeah yeah she's like cameras, I, I took care of I everything yeah yeah, like, yeah i saw what you did bullet to the head <laughs> so like, good good job daddy yeah but his point is like i don't need to slip up now like i've come this far yeah he's basically lost everything so like if he stops now like it'll be for nothing yeah right so yeah he's like he might as well just keep going deeper and then figures things out after yeah and he does say something really cute where he says like once i get what my dad couldn't get like i'll get back everything i lost too yeah and Which I is was, his family, and then, right? And then it cuts to like them talking on the TV. And I yeah. was like, wow, what a great way to end this episode. Totally. I thought it was so beautiful. Um, very like it was pretty heart-wrenching to watch. Like, you know, as much as we can hate on Hiram and everybody can see him as his villain, he's obviously a human with like a family and he cares about his family and he, all he wants is like his family to be happy. So it he's had just trying every to figure single, shit out. It had every single thing you could ever want. It had murder. It had romance. It had, it had history. Real housewives. It had real housewives. <laughs> what you more know, could you it ask had for? fight like it had everything you everything you could want in an episode. It was a full packed episode. Yeah. And I'm just really impressed with what they did, how mm. they did it. So happy. And they've set the bar up here now. Yeah. And I'm 100%. just like, I don't know what we're going to get next next time. Like, I'm yeah. scared now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like as a standalone, like honestly, probably one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Yeah, 100%. Um, it was just so yeah. well done. Great acting. Like I was, you're always kind of concerned or not concerned, but always weary about like, you know, what a character is going to do when they come into a character. So like Michael playing his dad. And also, like, that pressure, too, for him as an actor, he, I thought he killed it. I thought they did such a great job. You know, him playing beside his dad was really cool to watch. Really cool to see. And there was a chemistry that you just can't, you can't explain it. Yeah. They're just, 
so natural beside each other and i think he really is the perfect person to play him his voice sounds exactly like it was nuts how much he sounded like him like at this we literally texted each other at the same time after like was his voice dubbed like it was so similar and we're like probably not like that's his son so it's like yeah Yeah. you're probably gonna have the same voice as your dad and but no but it was like almost exactly i was like this is so uncanny how exact his voice is i was like wow good job i loved it so congratulations to the Consuelos's. Consuelos's and Mikey did awesome. Yeah, Super great job. Proud. So that is the end of the episode, but you do have a question and I would I love for you question. to ask this question. Yeah, I do have a question. So one of the, we we saw this whole thing with Hiram Lodge, we got his whole backstory, but Reggie Mansell, you forgot to ask one big question, which is what happened to Hiram Lodge's Ponzi scheme? Yeah. Are we just not going to talk about that? Like, we're going to say that. The whole thing that happened in New York. The whole thing which happened in New York, which is really the reason why Hermione came back to to Riverdale, was because he went to jail because there was a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. So, fine. I get this whole mobster avenue, but like, like, are we going to discuss what happened with your Ponzi scheme? <laughs> exactly. No, it's again, a good point. Again, where the writing was like, I felt like either they f- they forgot to talk about it or they just were like, forget it. Like, that's not going to make I sense. I feel like they, just pr- they probably just it. ran out of time realistically. Like, how are you going to fit the but, Ponzi scheme But also, scheme how do you explain that? Can you even explain it? Yeah, it's like... And then I cheated this person. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and it's then just... I basically conned people out of money. Like, it's just a yeah, whole... It's but, too much. But it's... If you if if you're like we're holding you guys accountable, like that was introduced as part of the You don't put character. it in there if you don't want us to, yeah. Right. So like that's that. just a question that I was asking, and that's fine. Like it's not a really big deal. Like it's it's not gonna make or break the episode. No, no. It was at just all. something that I was like, oh, like they didn't really touch on that because that no. is really the reason why the girls come came back. back to Riverdale. For sure. Um, but then I also wanted to talk about the fact that okay, you know what? I'll talk about it in my roundups. Okay, I'll let's. Talk about my roundups. So before we enter the roundups, there's one comment from the listeners at lovearch.betty made a good point, which I didn't even think about because I wasn't thinking about the kids at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. They say, I feel like Hiram has more respect for Reggie than Archie. Veggie secured endgame. Heart and lock emoji. Um, I would totally agree with that comment if I okay. just didn't know that, like, obviously, like, like they're going to play with Veronica and Archie more. But I think what she's saying is true. Like, in the sense of, like, Reggie is her dad. Like, yeah. It does it's make It's true. Sense. It's got this, like, connection there yeah. for sure. And yeah. there is more relatability in terms of what her past and, like, his history and her history. There's a connection there versus, like, Archie who went to the war and is just yeah. like this wholesome small town boy. Like yeah. it's not relatable content for her. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, opposites attract, whatever. Yeah. That, that That is the dynamic. And that is kind of why there is that life love triangle in yeah. even the comics. So yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. Um, but now let us get uh, into these round ups. Recap roundups. Best moment. What was your best moment? My best moment. Oh, it's really hard when you have an amazing episode, right? Like yeah. the whole episode is just a best moment. But uh, my first one, I would say when young Hiram kills um, Vito's men, just because like it was the Godfather fully and truly one of my favorite films. Like it was that scene was just really iconic and I yeah. loved everything about that. Uh, and then second, when Javier is gunned down in front of Pops, because again, it has like that throwback to the Godfather scene um, mm. when Vito gets gunned down. So just, I just love those little nods to those films and those are gangsta films, gangsta moments. Yeah. 
Um, my best moment is going to that final scene with Hiram alone in bed, and oh, I know I just I, yeah loved yeah, yeah. I loved his acting in it. I thought he was yeah. so his cute in it because he's eating ice cream. He's so excited to watch a show about his like daughter and his wife, and like even the way that it ends with him saying that he like really wants things to work out and he really wants to get his family back. Like yeah. it just shows that like that's his next step and this is yeah. what he's been trying to do this whole time. So, I mean, to, back to your point that you mentioned in the beginning of the episode, will he get there? Is he going to die yeah. trying to get there? Yeah. We don't really know. Yeah. I can see them playing with that idea of him like almost reaching that moment before yeah. like something happens to him. We'll see. Like, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see what they do with that. But very cute moment. I love the way that they ended this episode. Yeah. So good. Agreed. And just a little tidbit. Um, I asked Insusuelos what his favorite ice cream was. Yeah. Or I, I tagged it as like, what is Hiram Lodge Choose eating one, almost? Yeah. Right? Like, it was like mint chocolate chip and then rum and raisin. Because like, obviously <laughs> rum. And then he was like, pistachio. I'm like, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's out there wondering, his favorite ice cream. Pistachio. pistachio. Because he's nuts over nuts. <laughs> he's so nutty. Um, WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Um, WTF moment. I will say Hiram's revenge just because like when, when Michael goes. No, sorry, Michael. But, you know, Michael, not Hiram. Michael Goodspittles. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Um, I don't know why we keep saying that, but it's just funny. Um when he goes back to like shoot everyone, like guns everyone down, yes, like it was expected. Yes, it's his revenge. I get it. But like we've crossed a point at this lot. Like there is a line that he just crossed and he just murdered people. So yeah. whether or not we're looking at this guy as the villain or like, oh, he's just trying to like make a name for himself, he just killed people. Yeah. So it was it's still shocking. It's still like it's still crazy, you know, after that you can't really turn back from that moment. So. Like that was his. That was really his turning point, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Once you have blood on your hands, exactly. That's I don't what it know. Comes down to Even if it's for vengeance, hands. like I it doesn't matter. It was pretty cold blooded what yeah. he did. Yeah. But I mean, it was pretty cold blooded what they did. I don't know. No, no, of course. I, and I'm, like that's I'm the stuck. thing. Like that's the game that you're in. As soon as you enter this world, like you are gonna have blood on your hands, and that's yeah. the whole thing of like True. what will come back Being to you in thirty years, what will come back to you in forty years. Like it will come back to you. Right. Right. Good point. Anyways, um, that was like, <laughs> was like shit. Um, my WTF moment is gonna go to when the guy rolls up in that car and is like, yeah. like all over pops <laughs> and kills Javier. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was very extra, and I remember oh, at that moment I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, like, I did not know this show was gonna go there because <laughs> we don't really see a lot of gun violence on this show. It's like true. they really try to keep it yeah. PG. So when you see like it full on gangster and like literally people are getting shot up and blood is everywhere you're like oh wow they're like and like you're right like it didn't need to be a drive-by it could have just been like a guy being like pop pop and then like walking away or something yeah they could they could have done it 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 was very extra for one person a shoe shiner for one guy who like didn't really do anything he just kind of came by to you and be like leave my son alone like he didn't he didn't rip you off he didn't go to the cops like he threatened to go to the cops. He threatened to go to the cops. I just thought it was very extra. Like, was he trying to show, like, usually you do that to, like, threaten everyone to else. To scare be like, people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, I'm just showing you guys what to do, like, what's going to happen yeah. if you snitch. He's a poor shoe shiner. Like, what is he doing <laughs> to anybody? <laughs> anyway. MVP. Who's your MVP? MVP, I'm going to have to say a big shout out to the production crew. S- because, oh, like, yes. without them, obviously, this episode wouldn't have been possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it was just amazing from every single like department and then also michael 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 came through Michael came through Michael did his job and he did it amazing and I can't even imagine anyone else in this role other than him and I truly hope that we get more of that because he played it he brought such a richness to the character Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of that is like with the script and like the development of the story and all that too but like there's just no one else that could play yeah for sure I thought he did it so it was well. awesome and for him to take on like it was a whole episode basically yeah, was acting no. on yeah, his yeah. own solo yeah i mean he had other people around him but the fact that this was kind of his like first debut pulling it through as like the primary character i and was really impressed totally and like we said before just really quick that first episode that he did the flashback one it was so quick like it was and it was the he whole ensemble speak, so it was like very minimal but like this one i was like holy like you earned yeah. your stripes like you you, you done did it. that yeah you did you did yeah. that sis yeah good job bro uh sis <laughs> bro sis. <laughs> um my mvp is gonna go to Hiram and his dad as characters I thought it yes. was just like a really beautiful story yeah. to see like this son father storyline yeah and you know even you got a shout out to my Mark Consuelos as well for like playing a different character totally. within the same show he did play it softer he did try to play it in a different way than you see this like gruff Hiram um, totally yeah and then he like transitioned he played three different characters in this yeah. whole one episode like he played his dad he played like a young version of himself and then his current self so like it's a lot of flipping and um i was so excited to see how his character like turned into this like person it was really really interesting i really i i want to know what everyone else thinks i feel like almost like sometimes we're in a bit of a box ourselves and i think most people were like fangirling i think most people liked it i think they did yeah that's good yeah yeah lvp Who's your LVP? Oh, LVP. Okay, this this is a good one. Okay. My LVP is going to go to the ghost gun. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like it was placed there for some reason that's going to bite him in the ass later on in the season. You think so? And, all, and also, like, why did he even need a gun? Like, he could have just gone up to him. The pillow was already over his face, which I thought he was just going to, like smother him and like smother suffocate him because like the guy's almost like dead anyways sure but then he uses a gun and it's like i feel like it's gonna come back and that might be like the irony of the fact that the gun that you use to get your revenge is the thing the thing that ties you to the murder and is your end all be all like that right. is like some poetic justice right there that is yeah i mean that's a moment for sure but i feel like i don't know i don't know if it's gonna come back i feel like they I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'd see. want it to be like that because it's like it comes back. Like it's that karma. But like, yeah, I don't know if they think like that. I feel like he's got so much karma coming his <laughs> way. Like anything. <laughs> like a ghost gun might yeah, not be the only true. thing that's going to come for him. I just thought it was point. weird that like he, he even used the gun. Like just use the pillow. Yeah. Like you don't even need the gun. <laughs> I know when he grabbed the pillow, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to smother him. He's like, bah, bah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like 75 years Especially old. Especially because he's already anything. like in the hospital bed. Yeah. Like he's already dead. It's not like he's like at a bar or something. He's going to run away. These he guys can't. are using like excessive gun violence for like no reason. Gangsta. Pa, pa, pa. Um, my LVP is going to that man himself, Vito. That I, man himself. That man. Like I was because I was really thinking through the entire episode and trying to find someone who was an yeah. LVP. And like. Everyone was so strong. Everyone acted really strong. I couldn't even give it to Reggie's dad because I, I mean, thought I had that to he had a really a ghost good gun for my LVP. So times are hard. 
eyes are hard. So yeah, give, giving it up to Vito, who's the obvious choice. Yeah. The, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? Um, Best line is, uh, so Hiram says this, he goes, you know, I'm nothing if not persistent. And I think he says that to Hermione, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Veronica has said this too. Hmm. In like season one or something when it's like, when it's forced Archie maybe or something. Guys, if I mean, you considering it, I how she wants it. to like, she's like, F I'm nothing Archie. if not persistent. Like, I feel like I've heard her say hmm. it. So I thought it was really, if that is like a connection there, like I thought that was really cute that like Hiram saying it like to Hermione again yeah yeah the same way I like that because I do think that was there and then I did like when um Vito was like it's not respect it's fear they don't respect me they fear me and like that's Mm. a very like iconic like it's a differentiation mafia line like right anyways that was it um my best line is gonna go to Hermione at the funeral when she's defending her men to against her girls and she goes, his name is Hiram. And as for what he thought, what would happen, he thought he would make a better life for his family because family is more important to him than anything. Can either of you skanks say the same? And then she just like fucking walks away. She just like walked away. They're like, I was like, girl. Okay. And like, I get it for Penelope. It's like, I, like I said earlier, I get it for Penelope because she was coming for Hiram. But, yeah. like, but like, Alice was Alice like, wasn't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, what did I do? Yeah. I thought it was so it was such it a was good, good moment, such a good line. And and that's the thing, like they've they literally made use of every single scene in this episode. Yeah. In that scene, it could have just ended off with like Hiram being like, "Thanks for coming by." The fact that they show Veronica, sta- not Veronica, Hermione standing Hermione, up yeah. for him shows you everything. In that one moment, you're like, mm-hmm. "No, like she she's protecting him. She's standing." She up was for dedicated him. to him even at that yeah. point in time. And yeah, it just it shows cool. you. It shows a lot of who who they were at that time, and then and who know. they become. Yeah, later. for sure. Let's get into your roundups, listeners. Thank Listen you so much up. for submitting, even though it was a little hard this week. <laughs> we were a little down. Just saying. Um, so we're going to go to Apeka Sarah saying she didn't give a best moment this time around. Cool. Um, WTF, Hiram's dad getting shot by a gangster. MVP, Hermione for being there for Hiram because he was trying to help his family. Also, Hermione for trying to give Veronica a better life. Okay, cool. Uh, and then LVP Vito, the guy who killed Hiram's dad and the school bullies. Okay, yeah, fair. And then best line, from that day forward, I was Riverdale's new boss. Leave this business behind, not just for us, but for your little girl. Okay, cute. That's cute, yeah. You go next. Uh, Shoney 5 on it, best moment, the car scene with Hiram and Reggie made me teary-eyed 100%. Yeah. WTF, baby Hiram saying that he was embarrassed. (laughs) I love how she's calling him baby Hiram. Baby Hiram. (laughs) He was embarrassed to be Javier's son. That was very intense. MVP, the Consuelos family. I love the father and son duo, and I don't know if that's Michael's real voice, but he sounded like Mark a lot. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Totally. Like, we thought the same thing. Yeah, same. LVP, young Hermione. Hiram basically turned to the mom because of her and the writers for being able to write episodes like this and not giving it to us. But they gave it to us, so we got to take it for what it is. Yeah, we got to give them that for sure. Best line, I don't have one, but I liked what Hiram said before he killed Vito. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In Spanish or whatever, Mm -hmm. like what you want. (laughs) Mi corazón. Um, And then we got one from IG at Mackenzie Burns said, MVP, Jaime Luna, aka Hiram Lodge, never thought I would say that about him. I mean, look, look at us all. Resolutions. 
Um, LVP, FP Jones. Ha ha ha. And I wonder if that's because FP doesn't even show up in the episode at all. Like, yeah, he, I is was not just thinking that. Episode. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that too. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, MVP, or sorry, best moment, seeing Hiram let Reggie go and not repeat the mistakes he made. Good point. I really like that moment yeah. too. Like the fact that he changed everything. WTF moment, Fred Andrews only saying present <laughs> like the entire episode when they built up yeah, Fred Hermione and Hiram to be this huge deal for so long no relationship drama between those three not this episode but we've seen it for sure um best line there was a couple of great ones but if you head north to Riverdale it might just change your life and ain't that the tea and this is why we're sitting in these seats oh talking about yes this <laughs> thank you guys so much for your randoms there's a couple of like smaller ones i'll just try to read quickly from instagram yeah. uh rvd underscore sagittarius best moment reggie giving his dad another chance and the two hugging each other uh zona shauna hiram watching hermione and veronica on the tv uh fanny says fred raising his hand saying here um yeah thank you guys for sending these responses um, it does sound like a lot of us had the same ones and that's great because like that means that we're all on the same page pretty much page. <laughs> um, yeah. but I'm really impressed I'm really happy with it I think I'm gonna watch it again because it was yeah, such a good for episode sure. for sure yeah all right well as we close up i would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode our rewinder squad white and nicole our lit rewinders tina and soleil and kate and our mommy rewinders becca sarah tamala and grace thanks y'all if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind you'll get access to all the cool things exclusive contests content updates and if you just like listening to us and want to like drop some like change then go to the patreon just like we're we're holding out our hats for you yeah basically and is what we're you doing. know if you like our content <laughs> then it is what it is if not stick around and follow us on and twitter because now we don't have followers because now we got a new account <laughs> we need a new so follower. we need followers <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> That being said, make sure you guys check us out on all of our socials. We still have our Instagram, recap underscore rewind. Twitter, our new Twitter, our all Twitter right now is recap underscore rewind pod. Don't forget that pod and get our followership back up. And then YouTube, you can check us out there as well as Facebook. And you can find us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, all the podcasting things. Make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, following, as I mentioned, review and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. We love you all. Thank you so much and for joining us. And stay tuned for something secret. A little secret. A little, a little secret's secret. coming after it? this. A little secret. Can you keep it? I can't. I will. Bye. Bye. <laughs>